Did you know your brain can get stuck in a hidden doubt loop? Yeah, there's things hiding back there that are stifling your confidence. And today we bring in Dr. Amanda Hellman, who's going to show you where they're hiding and how to break through. I'm telling you, I had to listen to this episode twice because even though Amanda and I have been teaching this kind of thing for years, there were new things that came out as we teamed up. You're gonna love it. Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the Grace Current. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So good to have you with us today. I am really excited for you guys to be here. This is one you're going to want to share. Get ready. Your minds are about to expand exponentially as I bring on my good friend, Dr. Amanda Hellman. I always get that name wrong, Amanda Hellman. And um, I'm going to bring her on in just a moment, guys. But I want to remind you that we've got an amazing event coming up in January, January 8th. Oh boy, we are going to flourish together. It is going to be an exciting event live And you can jump on and be with us, connect and get what you need. Take the next step in your journey of flourishing in your favor, in your grace current. So the link for that is thegracecurrent.com forward slash favored. There you can find everything you need to get registered, get into the Facebook group. That Facebook group is already going and that is where... We are going to start to encourage you already, and you can grab a discount code in the show notes. Every week, the price is going to increase as we get closer to the event. So the sooner you log in and get registered, the cheaper your price will be. And don't forget to go on in to the show notes and grab your discount code. It's going to give you $5 off. Every week, like I said, the price goes up. So right now, if you're hearing my voice, it's free to get in because the price is $5 and you can use your $5 discount code. So get it done, sister. Get registered while it's free because it will not stay this way. Woo. Okay. Now, without further ado, I want to bring on my guest, Dr. Amanda Hillman. Welcome to the show, Dr. Amanda. Yay. Hi, thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. And hello, everybody. I'm so honored, excited to be here and excited for the January 8th event and being with all of you. So hopefully get your tickets now. 
So yeah, Dr. Amanda's going to be there. You guys are going to know why and after the next 15 to 20 minutes here as we go on talking about some exciting things for your brain. But, you know, Dr. Amanda, you've got to explain to people a little bit of your background, why I invited you on the show, kind of how we knew each other. Just kind of give us a little background. So take it away, Dr. Amanda. Let us know a little bit more about you. Sure. Thanks. I have my doctorate degree in special education. I was a teacher and educator for over 20 years, did coaching and consulting with teams. I've done a lot of work with uh, individuals with developmental disabilities. And I also have a counseling master's and education leadership master and trauma-informed practices. And I also, uh, you know, love the Lord and he's really brought me not just an intellect, you know, he let me do my intellect and then he taught me now there's gifts in me that help people with healing, you know, set, help, helping people move forward. And my own story, I've written my own book, I'm an author, and it was about finding your voice, uh, finding my voice after complex trauma. So I've had my own walk through it and God sh showed me things that help people accelerate. Um, and I'm honored that he um, allows me to do that. And it's all for people to move forward in their kingdom and who they really are to be. Yeah, so you can see, guys, why I invited Dr. Amanda on here. She carries breakthrough. She carries breakthrough when you are trying to get to the next thing. And um, there are things that are just not clicking, something's holding you back, standing in your way. And that's kind of what we're talking about this month is what might be standing in the way of your grace current and what might be standing in the way of you flourishing in your favor. So super excited to have Dr. Amanda come on because, you know, we are trying to flourish. And so many times we doubt what we hear and what we think. And I think that's sort of the premise of what you talk about, right? Is, is our belief systems, how it plays into our emotions and overcoming this, this whole doubt factor is really where we got to kick it off, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I, in my own journey, some of you may relate to this, but I was in this really hard place, literally was going through my own counseling. I still get counseled and coached no matter how, how much breakthrough I get, I want more. And so I always encourage that for any of you. Um, and so I was going through this and I had, I was just like back and forth on things. And it was interesting because the Holy Spirit asked my counselor, who is a prophetic counselor. Um, and, and so she said to me, what is the opposite of confidence? And maybe some of you can guess while I'm, because I'm asking all of you, so I'm giving you that second. And I heard, and I heard doubt. The opposite of confidence is doubt. And God says in his word that, we can hope in, in, in the confidence of who he is and he's given us that. And so what happens is in our old identity, right? It goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. They started to doubt and mm -hmm. God already given us confidence, but see, it goes to, they didn't quite know exactly who they were yet, right? They were even in their fullness, you thought, and they still doubted who mm -hmm. they were. And so that confidence dropped, right? And you know the story, but then it muddied after the apple dropped, it muddied who we were because we had this doubt brute all of a sudden, uh, mm -hmm. doubting who we are and who God was, and he never changed. And so in that moment, it was like, whoa. And uh, that was a moment where I was like, okay, 
confidence is a key for the kingdom. And it's not the false confidence. And what happens is when we're dealing with, with doubt, when we see other people operating in true confidence, it us up sometimes because we're not, we know that there's something. And so you're not alone, right? All of us in some different ways have doubts. I heard God said this, but did he really, right? This is in our business, in our life. We have our left and right brain, part of what's called an amygdala, and it's part of our emotions. And what happens is if we're operating in the left side is the mind of Christ, is the true positive true uh, thinking for us. But if we're thinking in shame or fear or negative experiences or even family experiences, what happens is we get into doubt and then it halts us, right? We start avoiding things or we start saying someone else can do it. Who am I? And it goes into dialogue. You know, Michelle, it really does to get you stuck. And then you know there's more and you don't know how to get out of it because the dialogue has already started and then it's then your whole body gets to be stressed out and then all of a sudden you're like i don't know what to do but you do because god told you what to do and now you're like but how do i do it right because there was this doubt so um you're not alone i've been there i feel like this is the constant thing of looking at what how does doubt creep up in your life and usually it's after God tells you what to do. Oh, that's so good. Because it is. It's like the attack comes as soon as you do get that clarity. Mm-hmm. It, you, I have so many times just all of a sudden I'm like, how did I go from being so excited and so confident? And I have it all journaled out. <laughs> and this is a good reason to journal, guys, is so that you can go back and go, no, this, this is what God says and get that clarity back again. But yeah, this so walk us through, Dr. Amanda, what we you're saying here that we've got this kind of tape recorder from like back in the garden. <laughs> and I'm sure more tape recorders start playing with our generations coming along. Uh, generation after generation, we get more recordings kind of layered upon layered. And and so some of us, I think, really get into stuckness a little bit easier and it's a little harder to get out of than others. And we look at other people and you're like, why is it so easy for them to stay in motion and keep their momentum and seem to know exactly what they're meant to do? And everything seems to fall together for them. And I'm over here going, well, I think I know what I'm going to try to just kind of muscle through it and kind of um, pretend, I guess, even sometimes until it's, I think, fake it till you make it is a slogan I've heard even in Christian, you know, entrepreneurial realms. But really, it's, that's always going to, our brain is going to constantly fight that until Mm -hmm. something shifts. So what needs to shift in our brain or our body or emotions so that we can get out of this paralyzing place? Yeah, great question. So there's three different parts of our brain. And I mentioned one, the, the bottom of our brain uh, at the base is called the brainstem. Some of you may know that term. And that's for safety. Am I safe? And the mm-hmm. middle part is the emotions, which is, am I loved? Do I belong? Right? Am mm-hmm. I accepted? And in the top part of our brain, our cortex is, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to move forward. And, the, and, and so when all parts of our brain are good and what we learn in, uh, you know, even in psychology, which is fascinating because it's really what God says for us to know first, it goes back to the brainstem, which is safety. 
that mm-hmm. God is our dwelling place, that we can be safe to move forward, that when we have the safety, which is also peace of God, knowing that it's going to be okay when we take a step, that he's mm-hmm. going to show us that it's okay, that we don't have to be perfect. When our brain is settled there and it connects with our body, we can move forward. And then the emotions come, right? Once we're safe, then the emotions come work and settle and we can say, oh yeah. So this is, I can release this, right? These are old things, but I can actually move forward. So the safety, then knowing that you're loved, knowing that you have it. And then finally your brain in the beginning is like, yeah, let's go, right? And so when we are out of that order, and it's ironic, not really, it's a God thing that the brain is a triune brain, like our triune God, Mm -hmm. all three parts, just like God, Jesus, Holy Spirit are connected. And so when one is out of some disarray, where we're blocked, and that's what usually happens, we can be in our creative mode, right, our whole brain. And then when some type of thought comes, boom, right, are we getting off kilter? And then it's okay, where am I not feeling safe, right? Or where Mm -hmm. am I not feeling like God's going to have my back? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is what I would say is going to the safety part, which I've never actually really shared it this way. So it must be a God thing sharing for me uh, because I haven't shared it this way before. And so the safety part is knowing that you're safe, that you're with him and not being afraid of man. Right. The fear of man, the fear of failure, the fear Mm -hmm. of not being X, Y, Z. And when that safety hits, notice the this back of our brain impacts our head and our body. And so our motion, our kilter, even our balance is off when those three parts of our brain and body aren't connected and feeling safe and balanced. And wow. so, yeah, you know, and so one thing you can do is in that moment where you're thinking doubts, right, or you're thinking what what's going on? is take a moment, take a breather, you know, breathing God, say, okay, God, I need your moment and, and see what's going and then ask him why, what's, what is, what is not safe in me? What am, what is it in my brain or my body that doesn't feel safe to move forward? I love that. I think guys pausing right here because this is huge. When we live in a sound bite generation, you know, we're we're constantly being bombarded by headlines in the news. We're constantly being bombarded by social media reels of everybody's perfect life. And I think a lot of that can come right into that safety part of the brain and say, I'm not safe. I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not that my life doesn't look like that real of that person. I, I can't show up that great. Um, or if I do take a step, this is me. Um, full confession, is it going to be null and void because the world is going to go in such a calamitous way that it's just going to be not worth my time and energy to even do anything anymore. So, so comes back to this whole, am I safe? Is my world safe? Is my, is my worth, am I going to be stable or am I going to look like a fool? Uh, Or all these things, Dr. Amanda, that are just coming at us at rapid pace, like never before in any generation with these handheld phones that are bringing it right to our brain. What is a practical step we can do besides just taking a good deep breath and and asking God, where, where, where is my safety? But just even in practicality, like what... What can we do as people of this generation who who live bombarded by all the things that can take our feeling of safety and well-being and and worthiness away from us in a headline and a quick 
scroll? Good question. And it's true. There's a lot that's trying to vie for our attention. And as you were speaking, and as I was hearing about the safety, God took me back to, I believe it's Psalm 4610. You can look it up, the specific mm-hmm. verse, I'm pretty sure. Be still and know. And the practical of that is if we're on the computer or if we're going, 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 having intentional breaks in the morning or even in your work, if you need 15 minutes in that moment where you're like, I'm not safe or I'm having these thoughts to step away from electronics, get to your favorite safe spot. It could be outside. It could be on a chair. It could be in your creative corner. If you don't have one, there's a practical step. Go find your space. And Mm. in that moment, play your favorite worship music or play your song that you know, I have songs that (laughs) I know, right? No matter how my mood is, I literally do, you know, God will play it, Jason Gray, right? Like, la la, you know, it's like the Mm. Sparrows. He knows the songs that even in my hardest moments, when I play those worship music or instrumental or that song, in that moment, it takes me out of that moment And it brings me into that stillness or just that laughter or just something to break the brain. The brain needs a break. Your brain Mm. needs a break. It's it's in a cycle of thinking and it's not feeling safe and it needs to regulate. And how to do that is to take yourself out of that moment, reframe it by going somewhere different, giving a new scenario, playing some music, and it's going to activate different parts of your brain that that will bring you out of that Uh, despair, that constant distress, and it'll lessen that and it'll bring you back then into a more regulated state. Love it. That is such good advice. If we do not have a place of safety or comfort, create one. If you have created one and you're starting to sense that, and I think that's a really self-aware place to be. Like if you're scrolling and you notice every time you get done scrolling or checking the news that you feel like garbage, Um, here's your signal. Here's your sign. Go find that creative space. Go find your safe space and take a little be still and know that I am God time and do what you need to do. What fills your soul back up and connects you with God to know that you're safe. Love it. So I want to move on to kind of the next level of that. Like, okay, so that's just kind of what's happening to us every day (laughs) that we can kind of put up a a hedge of protection around ourselves with. And I love that. But let's let's dig down to what I kind of alluded to earlier when we get these multiple tapes playing. Like, so that's just stuff that maybe comes at us and hopefully can bounce right off as we take care of it in the moment. But we also have these things that you are talking about too, generationally, not just from Adam, but like all of our generations that are playing. And so we, we sometimes that will connect with a social media moment or a news headline moment to bring us into this place of um, I'm not safe or who am I and what am I even doing? I can't even remember anymore. Speak, Amanda, to this place where it's something bigger. It isn't just what happened in the moment, but this is something that maybe no one in my family has dealt with and we don't even know it's there. Like what 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 am I what am I to do in that in that when I I'm sensing this general general uneasiness mm-hmm. general fear of something I really just can't put my finger on it, there's not something I can trace it back to but it's just there 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is, I've learned this in, you know, I've done a lot of coaching with men and women and um, my own journey and it took some time for God to uncover. It, and that's what I do. Well, you know, I help us get to the hidden dialogue and uproot things. But one big thing is to get, even in your quiet spot is asking God, for example, you know, when I talk about beliefs, I'm talking about I am statements or there's I have statements. There's many statements. And let's mm -hmm. just do one, for example, that's big is um, I deserve great things. That's one. And the word deserve is a really interesting thing because most people, if you've had trauma or if you've had think disappointment, you're like, no, God wouldn't let me deserve it. But in God, God literally told me, you don't think you deserve great things. And God mm -hmm. told me that. And so one thing is knowing your value. And what you do then is if you hear that, or if you ask God, what am I believing? Because that's what I ask him. What am I believing? And when he told me that, um, then I ask, right? And there's many questions, but one other question I ask is, is this mine or is it also my family's? Hmm. And he can reveal then, is it your root or is it your family? If it's your root, it's still deep, but if it's your family root, it's deeper and there's layers and he wants to get to it and it might take one thing after another, or he does uproot it. Um, and so once you have that answer, then you can ask God, well, what do I need to give you? Right. And that's just a short version, but what do you ask him? What do you need? What do you need to feel safe? What do you need to not believe that? You know, what are you carrying emotionally or in your beliefs that he wants you to give him so he can give you what you need? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's a practical, you know, one step of many that you can take to at least get into a place of asking him um, that question or asking him what it is you need. Love it. A lot of times it seems like that's the case is that we can't make a statement about ourselves. There's something there that if, if somebody asked you to make this statement to be true, you couldn't do it. And I know the word deserve is really tough because there is a, a, a theology out there that I don't deserve it except for Christ. Well, guess what? We got Christ. So we get to deserve things. We, we get to deserve all the things, all the abundance of grace. And I think this is huge. I think we just stumbled on it is that if you can't accept the grace from God it, and you don't believe you deserved it, then, then there's an I am statement there that I am in Christ. And maybe we need to say that statement first. I am in Christ. Therefore I deserve, you know, therefore I, I, whatever it is that's holding you back. But I, I just love this because I know that so many people are having a, a struggle accepting what they deserve, what God Christ paid for on the cross for them to get, which is the grace current. That is all of God's power and provision and wisdom and insight and foresight and all the things you need to succeed in life and to be carried in life and not to strive and struggle in life yeah. and to actually be carried in his love and his care for you. People, me, we're not willing to accept it. I was, I was in my own self-sufficiency and it was creating such stress on myself because I didn't feel like in any way, shape or form, I could take something from God. Like I already took your son on the cross. Like, how can I ask for any more? How, how Dr. Amanda, do we get past this place yeah. of, of guilt? I guess it is really, is that the core emotion? Yeah. And, and you know what it is? And there are a lot of thoughts and I'm going to share something with you all. I felt like he wanted me to share it 
Um, so one day, right, I was really dealing, I had coaching, it was an amazing coaching moment, but God was showing me, he showed me how he looks at me. Remember how he says, I'm undone with your eyes. I'm and I was just like a mate. I was like, is that me? Like what? And, and I'm all, and I'm like, God, like I need to have my eyes on you. And he's like, no, right now I want you to see what I see you as who you are, what mm -hmm. I came down here. I came down here as I said, I deserve my kids. I love my kids. They don't think that they're worthy of being saved and being who they're called to be. And that's a different way. And what happened in that moment was God was like, I want you to be in awe of you for the first time because you never knew your value and see what I see. And I literally mm -hmm. spent an hour seeing the creation I was by my creator wow. and what he saw in me and that I was part of him and in an image bearer of him. And so it was beautiful and it wasn't worshiping of me. It was knowing deeply the value of myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I could do that. And he said, no, I'm showing you who you are and that I created you and I am in awe of my creation, my daughter. And mm -hmm. so in that, sometimes, you know, God might do this differently for you. In that moment, I was okay with starting to love me and loving him because he loved me and what he did for me. And it was a deeper intimacy in him and also in me that I didn't have to beat myself up, that I could truly be the value person I am. And if other people didn't know their value or know the value I carry, right, we all carry value. It's okay, right? We're on journeys. And so I feel like we, if, you know, if you've never done that, it's a fun, actually, it was a moment that I'll never forget. I'm still in mm -hmm. awe of what he was seeing and told me that I looked like, and it changed my language towards myself. You know, it changed mm -hmm. something and it gave me permission to show up um, as he saw me, you know, and so for, even for you. So I think when we release that and we mm -hmm. realize he, he knew what we were going to go through and he never, he's always proud of us. Even when we make mistakes, he still died beforehand knowing we would get, we're going to make mistakes and he it never crosses mind not to go on the cross. And what an amazing picture when you can see yourself as this amazing, beautiful creature that he sees you as. I'm guessing there was not an ounce of guilt in that body that you were looking at. Not an at ounce. First I was right? like, at first, I was like, I don't know if I should be doing this. And he's like, no, I want you to look at yourself. And that gave, he gave me permission. He said, give yourself permission in that moment, Michelle. That was when there was mm -hmm. no hesitation because he said, I want you to see what I see when I look at you. Um, mm -hmm. And so that is, that is, yeah, that washes away. So that's what I pray over all of you, you know, all mm -hmm. of us that we keep getting deeper revelations to see ourselves, how he sees us, not in, it's not an entitlement. It's not in a boasting way. It's literally knowing who you are because like when we're boasting, we just don't know who we are, right? Like we just mm -hmm. don't know. And, but when we're boasting in who he is and we know we're creation and that mm -hmm. he created us, there's a difference. So my prayer is for all of you is that he shows you who you are and that just like in Song of Songs, my love, my beloved, I am undone with one look of your eyes at me. Mm -hmm. And for you to see that and get deeper and soaked in that because you're looking at him and he's looking at you. And it's a love story that is there's nothing like it. Oh, so precious.
Guys, can you see why I brought Dr. Amanda on here? I think you're all going to have to listen to this one again. I know I am. I'm feeling things right now and my brain is tingling. My heart is like trying to like burst out of itself. I just know that there's more. I need to go back and listen to this episode. It's for me too. Um, you guys, Dr. Amanda is going to be at our January event. And like you just said, she just dropped stuff. She's never even dropped it before. Guess what's going to happen in January? She is going to drop stuff that she has never dropped before. This is how God works. When we come together and we show up together, he says, bless you. I am going to bless you because you put me first. So get in to the Facebook group already. You will, as soon as you register, be popped into that group. So I pray that you do it. Amanda, will you will you just pray us out today? I just yes. feel so much like this is, yes. this is turn it over. Uh, you take absolutely. it away. And then, yes. And then is it okay? I don't know. Are you gonna do it afterwards? Do you want me oh, to share? Yeah. Like, as soon as you're done. Okay. Yeah, actually first tell everybody okay. where they can find you because they may be screaming right now. I need this woman, like I did. Yes. And um <laughs> tell them where they can find you. And I will have all these links in the show notes. So don't worry, but I want you guys, you to have a minute just to tell people yeah, what, sure. what it is that they can do yes. to find you. Sure. Thanks, Michelle. So I am an author and speaker. I have my own business called Healthy Roots. Get it? The Roots. And uh, that was from God. And so I do individual coaching and I have a group coaching called Internal Gold. So as to know who we are. Uh, but I do also partner with uh, Square Tree Publishing. We have a Christian author shop because I am an author and I'll have the link there. And the Christian author shop gets you started as an author in the middle of your journey and to the publish publishing and the line, right, for you to get launched. Um, and I do have, I'm going to share a link for the Christian author shop. I actually have a one private individual session that you can see on there. And if you go on the page, I have some other things, but it's one session. And then I offer you to continue on with me if you'd like, but you can at least get a little taste of what it is to unlock those roots. So, uh, uh Michelle has all the information would love to meet with you. It's all about you getting empowered to hear and see from God and getting revelations to break through every single root, every single thing that has kept you back from who you truly are. Ooh, I love it. All right. Let us just take a minute and okay. pray yeah. over this amazing audience. Yes. So Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you're so brilliant, so incredible, so kind that you in all of your glory, chose to come and save us and to love us and to say, hey, change the way you think, repent, right? That's what it means. Change the way you think the kingdom is at hand. And that as we change the way we think and come into glory after glory into who we really are, we step up and become the mature sons and daughters who reign and rule with you, God, on earth and change atmospheres and shift and, and walk in grace. You know, just as, as Michelle always is speaking over you, that we walk in a grace that, Lord, only you can give us because of what you did. And I pray for every woman on here that you're just shifting their neurons, shifting their thinking, recalibrating head to toe breaking off vision, hearing, somatic traumas, cleansing our eyes and ears, breaking off any of the distractions, any of the thoughts that are opposite of who we are. And we thank you for the fullness of Jesus, just flooding us now with the shalom peace of God, your love, your light, and just oozing your blood, your healing oil, and your living waters head to toe in us today and ongoing in Jesus' mighty name. 
Thank you so much again for being here today. And everybody, we'll catch you next time on The Grace Current. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.